HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program was brought to you by Union Beer. For more information, visit greatbrewers.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported food radio network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. Join our hosts as they lead you through the world of craft brewing, behind the scenes of the restaurant industry, inside the battle over school food, and beyond. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org. Hey, 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 this is Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. Hey, 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 it's uh, February 28th, 2017, and guess what, guys? It's New York City Beer Week. New York City Beer Week! Good job, people. Some of the uh, more esteemed members of this community are in the, in the room with me tonight. I'm Jimmy Carboni from Jimmy's Number 43 and the Good Beer Seal. And thank you so much. That's right. It's New York City Beer Week. Uh, big shout-out to our sponsor, uh, Union Beer Distributor Supplier World Class Ales and Lagers. So going around the room, everybody introduce themselves. Uh, let's start with our, our guys from uh, Long Island. Hi, I'm Patrick Alford, uh, lead brewer at Greenport Harbor Brewing Company. All right, and you guys brought a, made a special collaboration beer with uh, with Kelso for Beer Week that we're going to start off drinking. Yeah, hey, this is uh, Sean McCain, also from Greenport Harbor Brewery. How you doing, Jimmy? And this, Sean, it's great to have you. This is kind of like a reunion show. We're in the middle of Beer Week. We don't have to worry about promoting it anymore. No. And we have all good buddies here. And and our leader of the pack. No, no hardly the leader. Kelly Taylor from Kelso Beer Company and uh, president of the New York City Brewers Guild. The man. All right. Show off. <laughs> hey, totally. Hey, great to have you yeah, back. Man. Nice credentials. There. Squigs. <laughs> All right. Squigs Robertson here from the Happy Hour Guys. And Mark Aldrich, also here from the Happy Hour Guys. And we've just been joined by uh, Jason Saylor, uh, owner and brewer of Strong Rope Brewery. Yes. All right. Let's make a toast. So we're, we're going to talk a little bit. You know, this it's Beer Week, but one of the big features of Beer Week that we've been promoting for years is the use of, of New York State malts and hops. And uh, Kelly, first of all, you've really been the proponent for, for several years pushing the smash beer concept with the New York City Brewers. So tell us a little, the backstory about that, how, how, how you guys embrace that as a concept to, to, you know, for Beer Week. Well, we were uh, thinking about different things, different, basically collaborations. We wanted to do a collaboration for Beer Week and uh, when we started New York City Beer Week a few years ago. And uh, the, the question was, what, wh- how are we going to collaborate? What are we going to do? Where is the beer going to be made? And uh, how is it going to be packaged and the whole thing? And, and uh, it came up somewhere along the line, and I, was, I don't really know how it happened, but somebody said, why don't we all just do a same, the, same, the same recipe, but just do it our own way? And then I took it one step further and said, well, why don't we just use New York State ingredients? Because I've been working with uh, June Russell and the Grow, Grow NYC and the farmer's markets for many years, yep. trying to you know, work with, you know, like Brooklyn Brewery has as well, and trying to use more local ingredients wherever possible, not just malts and hops, but also uh, we use rhubarb and molasses and, and maple syrup and all kinds of stuff. So so we said, oh, that'd be a great project because then we can get the farmers in and get the farmers down from upstate. And, and it just kind of, that discussion just kind of grew organically and has evolved over the last, I think this is our third year doing the Smash Beers for Beer Week. And um, it's it's great. We used uh, 
about 8,000 pounds of, of barley and about 400 pounds of hops, I think. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. Yeah. So And then so, so this year, so Jason, jumping ahead. Jason, so this year, what, you were tasked to source the ingredients. Tell us that process. Uh, yeah, we well, so this year, um, last year we had uh, kind of done it where there was a, uh, it was state malt and state hops uh, for the smash beer. And um, this year kind of pushed it to be a, a true smash beer in that it's a single malt, single hop, and state malt, state hop. Um, so it's a smash smash. It's a smash smash, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> chorus boys, come on. <laughs> yeah. you know, the happy hour guys are kind of the chorus boys. <laughs> um, so... You know, when we, we when we were talking about it, um, you know, I'm I use 100% uh, New York hops and about 95% New York malts in all of our beers at Strong Rope. Um, so they asked, kind of, you know, kind of who I would like to use or who I've been using. Um, so you know, I kind of started looking around and seeing one what hops I liked, what malts I liked, but also who had the capacity and capability to kind of provide us with the amounts that we needed. Um, because while, you know, there's a lot of growers that I do like, they're still, you know, half an acre, an acre, they're still really small. So not only do you need, uh, you know, the ability to have great hops, but you also need the ability to have enough for all the brewers in, in kind of around New York City and New York City to uh, take part. And that's, that's going to be the theme of our show. Right now, everybody's getting refills, doesn't usually happen, of the Kelso-Greenport Harbor collaboration. Well, it's a smash smash. I only had one smash so far. But, Sean, you know, what's the actual name of this beer? Uh, something Ugly This Smash Comes. And uh, there, you'd think there'd be a better story, but the, the story goes... That's a stretch. I was, <laughs> I was going to pick up um, something from... Uh, from Gun Hill, where Ge- Kelly was uh, brewing, guest brewing for those guys, helping them out, and we were going, we have to keep, figure out a name for this beer. Uh, what should we call it? And I think he said, well, how about something ugly? This smash comes. It's not going to get any uglier than you and me, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, okay, that's it. There we go. <laughs> Someone gave you a little rim shot. There. So then to make that, so, so, so Kelly, you went out to what? The Greenport Harbor, the original brewery yep, in Greenport yep, right, went out with there. Pat. So yep. why don't you guys talk about that experience of uh, collaborating on making a beer? And, and ordering the ingredients and everything. Oh, so yeah, um, I was in contact with Kelly for a couple of weeks uh, leading up to uh, you know him coming out to Greenport, uh, just kind of in regards to uh, what we were going to do with this recipe and just discussing the ingredients. Um, and when it, when uh, it came to my attention that we were just working with uh, the New York State Pale Mall and uh, Cascades, um, we kind of just uh, um, came to the agreement on doing a IPL. So. Uh, kind of something we've been kind of doing uh in Greenport recently just trying to do some hoppier beers with the lager yeast so um yeah kelly came out to the north fork uh we mashed it in and about a few weeks later yeah uh, this beer came out and uh, it's pretty it's, it's pretty it's pretty tasty yeah, I, was I, mean, I haven't funny, had it in a little while and um Imagine. i'm enjoying it i mean this I have it's it's weird to kind of have like this kind of New York State like all grown beer because I've never really had anything like this before and uh, there's a lot of differences. I find the grain to be a little bit like more toastier, breadier, it's heartier than most uh, typical pale malts, and the, and the Cascades I find to be a little bit more uh, floral. But uh, overall, just like a really good drinking beer, I will say. You know, each year for me, some of my favorite beers are the smash beers that the New York brewers make for Beer Week. Jason, what are they, the the Tell us again the process of picking these two, the malt and the hops. Like, which which ones are they? Uh, so we're right now we're using a, a New York Craft Malt a Pale Pale Two Row Malt uh, and Willet Hop, uh, their Cascade. Um, and you know, it was kind of I, when, when when I was thinking about it, I was just kind of like, okay, let's go back to kind of I'm a home brewer, so I come from a home brewing roots, and I was just like, let's go back to the simplest thing. You know, uh, a, a base pale malt and a Cascade hops, like the most classic, you know, one of the most classic hops in the U.S. So I kind of just wanted to bring it back to that and kind of see what everyone would bring to the table and would do and and how, how everyone's beers would come out. Um, you know, it's kind of, you know, that, that was my thought when I was I was thinking about it. I'm like, let's just, you know, let's see what each brewery and each brewer can actually do. And if we give them the simplest things, I mean, we, we allowed them different yeast. We allowed them to barrel age it do some other things it was but if in terms of the hops and the malts or things going into the beer those are the two things there were no adjuncts so so Kelso and Greenport Harbor made like an IPL what are some other styles that were made what did you make 
strong uh, I, I made a strong ale, so we just we just loaded it up uh, both with the hops and the malts. Um, you know, it wasn't quite as big as a, a barley wine or a double IPA, but it was a nice, as a nice. Uh, uh, deep malt character um, with a, a, a good like you were saying very kind of floral uh, somewhat citrusy uh, uh, hop character um, so yeah okay so that sounds absolutely delicious can you uh, bust it out I mean come on uh, yeah, uh, this is like, a drinking show nice. here Jason <laughs> you know two things this room is full of, there's, there's equal number of actors as brewers <laughs> I know Sean tries to do the radio voice there you go <laughs> but, but, hey, you know, here's a, que- here's a question that I've had is, uh, regarding the uh, the whole the New York uh, the agricultural scene back in the day uh, New York used to be like home base for hops yeah it was like and and, and like and after you know of course prohibition hit and and a lot of hop farms like you know d- d- you know took out their hop you know f- crops and then planted something else and you know now of course the center I mean it seems to be Washington state but how do you how, how do you all feel that um, that New York is coming back in the in the agricultural aspect of uh, growing hops and, and malts and that sort of thing uh, I, I mean, it's it's coming back quite a bit, you know. In the since the the farm brewery license uh, legislation was enacted in about 2012, uh, I think that it's grown from about I think they said it was, you know, like 25, 30 acres back then um, that was kind of situated throughout the state to uh, I believe it's now close to closer. Uh, to like three to four hundred acres um, in those years, and I know farms that are putting in uh, another seventeen acres, you know, three acres here, uh, ten acres. There are some farms that are starting out by just putting in straight up fifty acres, and like that's their test batch, um, you know. So there's there's yeah. a lot of these, there's a lot of things happening. There's there's still a lot of knowledge to be learned and gained. Uh, in in New York because a lot of that was lost and they can't utilize Washington or Oregon as models because it's just a completely different climate. It's a completely different uh, way of growing things. So they're actually looking at Michigan because they've had a a pretty good home-growing scene for a little while. And some of those hops like Michigan Copper and Mackinac and some of these other ones are actually starting to be uh, planted here and and are are showcasing really well. Um, And... um, the the Michigan Copper is actually one in a beer that I do have here. I don't have the Strong Ale. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, I knew there was so a lot t- of We're going to taste that next. So, and then, Pat, so you, you, we knew you, previously you worked at Barrier Brewing. Yes, so what's, what's your take on the state of New York, you know, malt um, tops? I, I love it. Um, personally, um, you know, now we're at, now, you know, now being at Greenport, we're getting a lot of locally grown uh produce out there uh specifically malt and hops there's quite a few hop farms out there and uh, it's just great to see uh in 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 every aspect but uh, more specifically hops i mean i know new york state region was a pretty good uh big region you know uh pre-prohibition and, and you know hops are the kind of thing where it's all about genetics and 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 you know like um jason like jason was saying um you know it's it, it it's something that just takes time so um it's going to, you know, if we're going to start doing it again, I mean, it's now, you know, we got to start now and it's kind of weed out like, you know, the, the strains that we don't want and, uh, you know, cultivate the ones that we do. And it's it's already kind of showing. It's encouraging that the government's behind, you know, developing this, this you know, this this means of, of agriculture. For sure. It's true. And what I want to say is we, we're, we're all going to talk more about the different beers that, that, that you guys brought. But, but Kelly, you remember like four years ago? No. Uh, well, when we first were doing the smash beers, it was it was he at the time lot. what you guys had to source through the only malt facility was Valley Malt in Massachusetts. That's right, yeah. yeah and right. Uh, I remember the the work you guys had to put into different farmers were sending their malt to, to Valley Malt, yeah. and there was choices of it was a lot of work just to come up with a smash beer. I'm sure it still is. Well, it, you know the the challenging thing is uh, Jason kind of pointed out earlier on is is. He's got to figure out one of the challenging components is we have more and more breweries in the New York City Brewers Guild every year. And so we we want to do this project and every year we have more and more breweries doing this project and they all have different capacities. Some of them have 30 barrel batches and they need a ton of grain, some of them have 15 and they need a half ton. Some of them have a couple barrels and they need, you know, 100 pounds or something. So so there's a lot of different needs and this, the trick is to kind of manage, okay, how much grain are we going to get? 
who are we going to be able to get a consistent quality of grain from? And and are these people going to do full batches? Are they going to do half batches? Are they going to do pilot system? Because some people just did pilot batches of it. So you got to kind of send out a survey, see who wants to do it, about how much grain they would need, generally speaking, <laughs> and then find a farmer that can kind of sort of sort that kind of thing through. And and then uh, and then you wind up the farmer think that's a, a firm order, and then the brewers think that they actually ordered the grain. When we're like, no, we're just surveying. <laughs> you know, so it becomes a little tricky. It was easier when it was just Andrea. You know, um, it, it becomes a little bit she's tricky really now because we have. She's smart. She's, she's a smart. woman. <laughs> yeah, Come yeah. On. No, she's she's got she's really has tremendous grain and tremendous uh, malt, um, but it, it just becomes more and more complicated the more pieces you throw into the whole thing. So, and then you get a quick survey, uh, name a few of the New York City breweries that made smash beers this year. Uh, well, of course, Kelso, um, in collaboration with Greenport Green Harbor, Harbor. <laughs> yeah. which is not a New York City brewery, but we under you know that's those you know it's good. Um, Long Island, Island yeah, Long Island, and uh, Strong Rope, of course, and Big Alice did some. I think Coney Island, I think Rock Coney Island, Rockaway, Big Alice. Um, Squigs, did you have ACBC. have you had any of the? Uh, Smash beers yet? I've not yet. I'm talking to the mic. No, 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 I've, I've not had the actors I, I, in the room. No, please. <laughs> no, Happy I'm, hour, I'm, guys. Get, I'm getting kind of a uh, like a, a late start on beer week because I I just got back from a vacation with my family, so I oh, literally got boo. off a plane. Where uh, were you? I was in Maui. So, sorry, <laughs> but, <laughs> give me the microphone. <laughs> Maui beer week. But no, give I, your beer back. But no, now. S- seriously, this, um, you know, I'm 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 thrilled. I'm thrilled to jump like right in the middle of beer week. It's so exciting. I'm looking forward to uh, to uh, so many events, including Brewers Choice tomorrow night and uh, oh, Rupert's yeah. Cup on uh, on Saturday. Saturday, so yeah, no, the, and the beer weeks really filled out. You know, it's Kelly. What are you like? Third year president, fourth year president of the New York City Brewers. I don't Guild. remember. It's really filled <laughs> in, and you get more brewers. And, and and I really big toast to you yeah. and, to, and to the yeah, you guys yeah. because everyone in the room. Is, is it this year he gets a statue? And the last thing, yeah, that's. But but what is this thing, Kelly? You've brought a unique beer pouring device. He's like a you know yeah. like the guy from Chitty which Chitty is Bang more Bang interesting. Like it's not device. a growler. What is this device? It's, it's, a, it's a unique beer Before pouring we take device. I don't know what it is. It's like a keg. It looks like a coffee urn. It's a one-gallon yeah. stainless steel unit with a faucet and a and a stain and a and CO2 cartridge in there. Well, whatever it is, we can't stop drinking. And a big shout out, um, Pat's mom, mom, Linda's here, and so you know, shout out to mom. We're happy that she's here. It's a today. family. Affair. Hey, guess what? We'll be back in a few minutes on Beer Sessions Radio. All right, woo. In 1996, El Knife & Son acquired Union Beer Distributors, which was originally located on Union Avenue in Brooklyn, but has since expanded to its present location alongside the English Kills Canal in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Union Beer has grown dramatically in the last decade as the primary distributor of Anheuser-Busch products for Kings County, Brooklyn, through the hiring and development of the best people in the industry. In 2003, Union Beer acquired a powerful catalog of specialty brands, which immediately positioned them as the craft beer supplier to accounts in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. Union perpetually tweaks their portfolio to maintain the highest level of stylistic breadth with the most coveted brands available. Through the highest possible level of service, outstanding salesmanship of the ultimate lineup of brands, and a paramount focus on education on all levels, Union Beer has solidified its position as the only source for the best selection of beers in the 14 counties of southeastern New York. For more information, visit greatbrewers.com. Hey, welcome back to Beer Sessions Radio on the Heritage Radio Network. Hey guys, what, what week is this? It's New, New York, York City, City Beer, 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 Beer Week. Woo! Oh, there's a lot of people applauding. You know, it's because we have actors in the room. You know, we got oh, Sean McCain. Know. The whole next, the next show will be actors who are in the beer world. Sean McCain, <laughs> and then there's a lot. It's a logical right here. But <laughs> it's, for, it's a logical transition. The, the hook for us has been why? Why do we love Beer Week? It's the way that New York City has embraced, you know, New York State malts and hops and smash beers and things. But you know, Jason Saylor now with Strong Rope. You, to me, you're one of the leading, you know, New York State. The farm brewery licensed brewers, and I feel like you know more about it than anybody. First question is one of my favorite beers you, you make is the Erie to Hudson. Yeah. Tell us about that because you're pretty much using as much New York State malt and hops as you can in every batch, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we, again, I, we were 100% New York hops and about 95% New York malts. Um, what you're drinking right now is a single malt, single hop session IPA pale ale. 
ish type beer uh, with uh, a pale Vienna from New York Craft Malt and Michigan uh, Copper Hops from Crooked Creek Hops up in uh, outside of Corning, New York. What's the name of this beer? Uh, this is Falling Squirrel. This is our this is our Smash series. So we change it up every time uh, with new malts and new hops or new combinations. Uh, and we do it pretty regularly. Just to, part of it was for us to play around with uh, the New York ingredients and learn them because. You know, when we were jumping in from a home brewer to a commercial brewery, uh, it was, you know, we it was playing with the ingredients that we hadn't played with before. So this was allowed us to kind of, you know, see what efficiencies were like, what flavors were there were, uh, what kind of utilization we're getting out of the hot, like all just all the kind of, so it's like a, it's just a, you know, experimental beer that we constantly play around with. And find out what good you know characters are having. And it's called Falling Squirrel. Yeah, Falling Squirrel. It's our smash beer. So oh, why yeah. is it Falling Squirrel? Come on, because it smashes. Uh, oh, oh, okay. I, I like. I mean, Jason, I know chasing the, the elusive nuts. <laughs> he sends me a sales sheet every week, and it's hard to keep up with the names. But but I'm going to take a step back. Erie to Hudson, Erie because to Hudson. That really stood out for me, and that's before Beer Week. Yeah, so Erie to Hudson is uh, our our ESB. Um, you know, we, we try to do a lot of, you know, somewhat classic styles, a lot of malt forward beers, um, things that, you know, that are just kind of classic and good, uh, you know, just overall tasting. We don't necessarily, you know, a lot of times we're not trying to push the boundaries in terms of the amount of hops that we can throw in a kettle. Um, we want something that's just really just, you know, easy and drink uh, easy drinking and just, you know, really great flavor overall. Um, so that particular one is just kind of our... Our, you know, uh, our kind of our ESP is just going, you know, that 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 classic beer. Um, we use uh, New York Craft Malt Pale Malt. Um, there's, uh, I'm trying to remember the. But Erie to Hudson, right so yeah, well, that, that's like echoes to what the Erie Canal. Oh, well, yeah, so Erie to Hudson. I'm originally history. from Rochester, New York, uh, and now I live here. So, uh, so you know, you got here from going down the Erie Canal to the Hudson River down to here. Um, so that was my, you know, kind of a way of giving homage back to my hometown, uh, where I'm from, and the, and the beers. So New York history. So it says your your, your homage to your hometown. Um, what was Rochester at one time called? Uh, Rochester at one time was called uh, yeah, right. uh, the Young, young Lion, my yeah. <laughs> the Young Lion my of the West. Uh, young during the Erie Canal days, uh, before this was kind of right before railroads, so it wasn't that long. Uh, it was called Young Lion of the West as it was one of the biggest boom towns, uh, you know, heading out west because there like were no Kodak. Camera was there. I mean, there was. Yeah, I mean, at that point, there was probably. I don't know if Kodak or any of those, you know, industries were there yet. But it was starting to be kind of the boom town, and it was just you had uh, the Genesee River, um, uh, which is Genesee Cream Ale, which is why I call my Cream Ale Young Line of the West as a then homage to my hometown. Blah blah. blah. <laughs> um, and so. Uh, yeah, that was that was you know I, I tried to. Well, that's that's the point of the part. So you you there's, there's something happening now with craft breweries where they're they're making their version of like a heritage beer. So mm. you made a version of Genesee. Yeah, I know a brewery in Chicago. You know, made a version of something. Are there other examples of that? I remember when um, you guys helped me out. Stillwater made a. Some kind of a Paps version or something. Classic. Classic. Yeah, I mean, well, that was his. Yeah, it was Brian's take on making a corn, uh, an adjunct corn yeah. beer that's a low ABV that's crushable, but for and the what new do you guys era, like, Pat? Like, as a brewer, yeah. like, I mean, with craft, everyone's so focused on IPAs, but now you're doing people want craft lagers. You know, do you feel like you can just you know give homage to a, a heritage beer? I've been doing craft lagers for ten years. Thank you. <laughs> True. Oh, that he remembers. Yeah, and some, uh, selective memory. Selective some people memory. say that Brooklyn Brewery's original lager was modeled after Rheingold. Because it's like, they say Brooklyn lager was modeled after Rheingold, which was really? kind of like an mm, amber. Interesting. What, what was, what was, not, what, who says that? Yeah. Um, do you guys Jimmy read does. books? And, <laughs> I don't remember. I can't read. Yes. Um, what, what, what was what was Bell's like? They, they had like some sort of a like a local beer. They call it like I think it was like something local. It was like that was they, they to entice people in that had, had were drinking the local beers and then they could you know sample uh, them out. Jason, I'm not ragging on you, yeah. but it's a, it's more that it's come up often. Like oh, there's these heritage kind of you know beers from a certain region that people grew up with, and you you mentioned you know. Line of of the West and, and Genesee, but no, does anyone great. else? Do you have one in mind, Pat? Or? I mean, 
Because he's, he's our new young brewer, so we're trying. Sure. I mean, for sure. I mean, I, I, new I talent. Mean, not anything specific that I can think of offhand, but I mean, as far as just being a brewer, yeah, I draw a lot of my inspiration from a lot of the classic beers. I mean, we brew a lot. We use a lot of the lager yeast, you know, in Greenport. So, uh, yeah, I mean, anywhere from like a pilsner to an IPL, yeah, we're yeah. you know, I'm drawing inspiration from. You know, uh, different beers. Like, um, yeah, so we just did uh, an IPA with a bunch of rice in it, you know. Like, that's not very typical, you know, but uh, sort of like a cream ale base, you know. Like, so, like, you know, Jason said, Genesee, you know. So, But as, as we go back to you know, American brewing history, so, you know, th- those old lagers and things, we're, we're made with better ingredients. And it's th- there's some connection. Who wants to jump in on that? Pat? Keep going. Well, well I mean, I mean, I, I don't know if I, if I can continue on that one, but I, I have questions about the Farm Brewers Bill. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's, we're, we're celebrating the the local agriculture um, now with Strong Rope. Do you, uh, you're under the Farm Brewers Bill. What are your what are your restraints as far as uh, or or not restraints, but what, what are your guidelines as far as what uh, New York uh, agriculture you have to use in your brewing? Yeah, right. Right now, it's a twenty percent malt and twenty percent hops. Uh, from now until I believe the beginning of 2019, then it jumps to 60 percent. Wow! And then it's 60 uh, percent up until 2020 something, and then it jumps to 90 percent. And that's to encourage um, like farmers to come up with the right. Product. So the whole idea was that you know it was it, you know because it was all this all the malts and hops were here uh, prior to prohibition, prior to blights, prior to a lot of cheap land out west, better growing conditions. Um, so, uh, it's a way to encourage just kind of like the, the farm winery was a way to encourage, uh, the growth of, uh, the grapes and, and, and wineries in, in the state. This is to encourage the, the brewing agriculture, uh, in the state as, as well. And it, and it's, it's working. I mean, Fantastic. they're, you know, from zero malt houses, uh, in New York to now close to, I think there's like seven online and there's going to be like two more coming online soon and and which is just there, amazing if you yeah, think absolutely like, and there's we've a, all been asking for it right, and yeah. we're getting it oh, that's yeah. great. and what other breweries in new york are are on the farm brewers belt that are doing what you're doing uh, there's there's a bunch that actually have the farm brewers license um not necessarily uh solely a farm brewery but uh big alice has i think the license i believe um, Greenport. Uh, Greenport, sorry. Yeah, we have, we, we've got the two breweries. Our original uh, brewery, the Greenport, uh, in the town of Greenport, where yeah. Pat does all his magic, is, yeah. a, is a farm farm brewery. Wow. Now, what type of, uh, how much are you playing? Are you guys doing a, a bunch of 100% or is, are you sticking with a 20% or? So right now, I mean, it's it's at 20%, but I mean, we just recently got a couple pallets of some Norfolk grown grain, uh, hmm. some pale malt, and some um, some wheat. So the plan moving forward really is to kind of do 100% Norfolk-grown wild ales, um, just kind of utilizing nice. uh, local barrels, local microflora, local grain, local hops, um, as well as local fruit and vegetables, whatever, going forward. Kind of just want to embrace nice. yes. uh, the area and that region. Craft, craft beer makes good neighbors, and you know, especially Absolutely. if the neighbors are growing stuff for you. you know. <laughs> and who, who malted that for you guys? Uh, Do you know? We, set, we had to send it up to, uh, I think, Valley Malt. And Valley Malt. To malt Valley Malt to, okay, to, cool. to, to malt nice. it just because... Right, there's no one out there. There right wasn't now. any, yeah. And for us, actually, to put it on a boat to yeah. go up to Massachusetts is pretty easy. <laughs> Whereas, yeah. you know, sending it, yeah. sending it to uh, the Western actually, New York is really difficult. Long Island, you're closer to Massachusetts than you are to like Rochester. Oh yeah, yeah. it'd be easy, especially if as the crow flies. Yeah. And I like just saying as the crow flies. <laughs> it's like it's a lot of pleasure out of that. <laughs> <laughs> You're old timey. Well, also, I just wanted to kind of feed in on what Pat said about using local ingredients. The next beer that we're going to uh, open up is our, our Cuvée Saint, which we do every year. We do a collaboration with a local vineyard. So we'll use their grapes. I'm going to let him explain the actual process because I'll make it sound good with my dulcet tones. But I, I'm really just a dolt, and I'm not sure how we do it. And I, I did this year. Uh, well, take it away, Pat. Tell us a little bit about this beer while I, while I crack it open. But hold on. For Kelly's sake. There, please. Oh. Popping it. He's trying to pop it. Mark, you got any uh, sound effects over there? there you go. They, they got the it. The oh yeah, there we go. You can't, you can't hear it, but they just exploded. In I my got ear. the quietest happy hour guys I've ever had before. <laughs> I'm trying. You do Come a good on. Job. <laughs> so Mark, let's just cut back. So remember, like last year, we had the great experience. Yep. You guys got behind the uh, the Broadway Brews, absolutely, yeah. and you, and uh, you guys put together the cast of Hamilton mm-hmm. with. Gone Hill. That was a really important awesome. part in New York City Brewing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that was one it's, of the uh, it's hugest ongoing. things. It's, it's ongoing. And we have a can of, um, after, um, yeah. as we get yeah. down the line, I'll let Mark talk about it, but we have a, a can of our latest. Yep. We, uh, we've 
put out the second in the Broadway Brews Project. Um, and what that does briefly is it takes a, a local brewery and pairs up with a hit Broadway show. And the cast goes out to the brewery. Um, they discuss what kind of beer they want to make. They produce the beer. And proceeds go to a charity of the actors. And we're going to save that for the third segment. All right. Okay. Guess what? You guys have to right now. We'll check us out. At beer. Under, well, uh, Hillary's doing live Instagram. So at beer underscore sessions on Instagram. Who do you think the next... Broadway Brews collaboration is which brewery is involved? That's for the next segment. All right. So, Pat, tell us about your so North Fork, Long Island, huge agricultural region, wineries, old potato farms. You're in like to me, that's a mecca in New York. I love that part. Absolutely, absolutely. So, tell us about this beer and so yeah, um, and and Sean, to you get use your voice, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, (laughs) uh, Cuvezan is a beer that Greenport does every year. from what I understand, they change the grape uh, every year, and it kind of alternates between white and red. So, uh, you well, know, those are not alternate facts. <laughs> so, uh, um, la- uh, this year we um, we uh, was a white. So, um, the base beer is basically kind of a, a French saison, uh, maybe more in the line of a grisette because there's a lot of uh, spell. Oh, yeah, it tastes um, like that, right? And then uh, hopped very lightly with a little bit of Halotel Blanc, and then. During fermentation, uh, uh, we uh, pushed in um, some freshly pressed Chardonnay juice uh, that was um, pressed from um, Matabella Matabella Vineyards, uh, not even a half a mile up the road from the brewery. So, uh, yeah, we woke up one morning, met the guys down um, at the winery, and they were just pressing juice, and we basically just siphoned a bunch of amazingly sweet Chardonnay juice into a keg and pushed that into the fermenter. Is that the trend now? It seems to be like what mixed fermentation. Is that what you would call that? Uh, not so no, much. I mean, there's different. no wild use in this beer, but uh, I mean, there's plans for uh, next year's batch absolutely to be more of like a, a Brett farmhouse uh, saison style. But uh, no, um, but I hear what you're saying. I mean, there are seems to be. I mean, I know like uh, Trillium's doing a bunch of beers with like uh, grape juice. I know other half did one with grape juice. So yeah, it seems to be a trend to kind of just inter- intertwining like wine and wine techniques into beer making. Is, is that a t- is, I mean, is mixed fermentation a, a term that's in use? Absolutely. Uh, what you're referring to is really more so on a microbiological scale, just more so uh, brewer's yeast as well as maybe uh, bacteria and wild yeast. Uh, so yeah, you're talking about a mixed fermentation. And then what's your background? Because I, I knew you worked at Barrier Brewing. What's your background in <laughs> science? What, you know, what were you? I, know, right? uh, I mean, I'm just a home brewer, man. Just uh, a nerdy home brewer that started real hungry and, uh, yeah, just kind of doesn't sleep until... Uh, Nerds rule the, the world. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, I, I need your voice, man. Hi, Jimmy. You can echo, <laughs> echo what you're I'm just impressed that, that, that microbiological was just used in a sentence. <laughs> There's a lot of talented people in this room. Let's, and cheers to our, our cheers. new brewer friend, Pat, here. Cheers. We're back in a few minutes on Beer Sessions Radio. All right. Yes. Welcome back. Hey, it's, what is it, New York City? Beer New York City, Beer Week. So, with this crew in the room at on Beer Sessions Radio, it echoes back about four years ago. Echo, we talked echo, about echo. a little bit that, you know, the first smash beers and, and trying to get more brewers to use New York State, you know, grains, everybody was going through Valley Malt in Massachusetts. But now this, you know, now you have other malt facilities. So, I want to address that. But also, Jason, you're really, like, using your brewery as a, you know, a place for panels. So you have some things going on this week for Beer Week. Yeah, uh, on on Thursday we're actually having a, a hop, a little hop panel. Excuse me, with a with um, John Kinzella from Kinzella Hops out by uh, out by you guys at Greenwood, yeah, yeah. uh, and Chris Holden at Crooked Creek. Um, they're going to both be coming in, and we're just going to kind of be talking about the state of New York hops and you know hop growing in general within the you know. You know, just yeah, just in, in how they're how you know have they'll have our beers will have some of their. Do you know what I like? What you just said, like people would say, oh, you know, I went to other half, or I went to you know, in the old days you say I went to Hill Farmstead. It's it's a catchphrase, everybody knows it. When you said Conzella Farms, 
It's Gonzalez Farms. Some of us said, yeah, yeah. But what was the second one you said? Crooked what? Crooked Creek. Crooked Creek. But you say it like to you, it's like it's hip. You know what you're talking about. We don't know about this. Yeah, yeah. Crooked Creek, they're up. uh, Chris Holden is making some of the, you know, I'm getting some of the the best hops out of the state so far uh, with his stuff. Uh, It's just, it's been great this year. Um, And they're outside of uh, Corning in... No, I'm going to get this wrong. I think it's Alden, uh, New York. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of outside Corning. Okay, New York oh. history. So, so who knows that, that great movie, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, yeah. Why, uh, why, why I, I know that, Jimmy. What, what town was it actually set <laughs> in? Bedford so Falls was the movie. Right. But what was the town it was actually set in? Pottersville. Pottersville. I know this one. Not Pottersville. Pottersville. <laughs> oh. Wow. Bedford, uh, Bedford, Bedford, Bedford. No one knows. Bedford Falls Bedford, was in the movie. Bedford Falls. No, guys. Watkins Glen. Seneca Falls. Yes, Seneca Falls. I was just there And last they fall. have an annual... Seneca Falls. It's a Wonderful Life party in, in the fall. They jump and off a bridge. Zuzu, you know, the, the actress who played <laughs> Zuzu, the little girl, still comes every year to the festival. So. Really? Yeah. We're trying to get... She's we're still, talking, you know, talking about New York. Western New York and, and, and farm regions and stuff. So that's a little bit of history. If you think about Bedford Falls, Seneca Falls, this is the place you're talking about, right? Yeah. Right, Jason? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, Jimmy's dead. Seneca Falls, I believe, is at the the north end of uh, uh, one of the lakes. Uh, Corning is on the south end, so you got to. This is the Finger Lakes we're talking about. So Seneca Falls at the Finger Lakes, Seneca Lake, yeah, yes. And uh, Corning is uh, down in the southern tier, uh, around the middle finger. Yeah, yeah, all around there. So so you're saying grain farmers and malt facilities? Oh yeah, that's where all the. I mean, you know, the majority of the farms. I mean. there's a, there's a ton out on the North Fork, but like the Western New York, uh, Central New York, uh, Hudson Valley. I mean, this, you, it's just it's it's all farmland. Like you just go up there, and it's it's amazing if you actually get a chance. And you know, I used to when I go back to Rochester, I would drive on the throughways and stuff, and you just kind of fly past everything, not noticing you know noticing in these towns. But then on one last time, as I was visiting some uh, breweries and some hop farms, uh, just some of the suppliers that we're working with. You take these back roads and you would drive past all these farms and these farm stands and these little towns uh, and just some, you know, amazing scenery, uh, great character and just uh, some great beers up around there and stuff. So it's, it's, it's cool. But all right. Get out there. Beautiful. I just beautiful wanted, can I just say one, one, one quick thing about about the, uh, the, the farms of you know, the grain farmers and the hop farmers in New York State. I want to give a shout out to the New York State Brewers Association, which yeah. is an association of the, of, of the brewers. Woo! Hey, shout out. Because uh, many years ago, we want to thank you, David. This is it's a nonprofit of all all of the brewers in the state of New York, and and it, it kind of corrals the brewers for a combined uh, shared purpose. And a number of years ago, we went up to Albany uh, for the open house. Albany has open houses, and we we got uh, about fifty members up into Albany, pounding the pounding the corridors, talking to different senators and uh, and assembly members about taxes and all kind of mundane stuff. But one of the things we were talking about, we talked to. Uh, the agriculture department about we will buy malt we will buy grain we will buy hops in bulk if you resuscitate farmland because there's acres and acres hundreds of acres of farmland in new york state that is doing nothing because you can't grow commodity on it profitably but you can grow we're not we're not commodity we are specialty hops are specialty malted barley for brewers is specialty so if you can grow that stuff the farmers can revitalize that farmland and start doing it again. So the New York State Brewers Association was pounding at Albany, trying to get them to get their constituents to start farming again, and then getting some subsidies for them to buy the equipment, because the equipment is cost prohibitive, to buy the equipment to malt the grain and buy the equipment to harvest the hops. And so that, that actually happened, and a large part of that was because of the Brewers Group of New York State. And that's a national model. That's a very rare thing to happen in this country is to actually resuscitate farming. <laughs> you know, a lot yeah. of times it's getting pushed out, and a lot of that is because of the state of uh, the state of New York and the Brewers Association. I just wanted to say that as an important component. Jeez, of this whole that thing. was really well said. Too. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. constituents was used. You can remember and, that later. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Very, very strong. I got the chorus in the room. Well, you know, and just and, and just talk about. I mean, when it when it you know when it you know, it comes down to it, it's like you know over the past ten years, just the growth of the amount of breweries that are in New York City. It's amazing. It's like you know, I came to visit New York City for the first time about ten years ago, and I um uh, you know I, I was 
was in California. I came out here excited about to see what New York's New York City had to offer as far as craft brewing, and I, I happened upon a um, a stone brewing <laughs> festival at Rattle and Hum, and they were like, there was you know they're they're celebrating uh, Southern California brewing, and I and I was like, I looked around, I'm like, oh yeah, there are places to find craft beer, but it's like you know, and definitely they're not making it as, as much you know around here, and yeah. it, was, it was like New York was just was kind of you know trailing you know certain parts of the country like Northern California, yeah. Oregon, Washington. And I would say well, one, one thing I know is that some of the there's some new breweries that are being built that aren't really buying into buying you know New York ingredients because they think they have more of a commercial model. But but Jason, back to you. It's is it true is that every batch you make is a, is a different beer, isn't it? Uh, pretty close. We uh, we're and you have more beer. Let's pour it out. Yeah. Um, so we got a. Um, Pork Chop Express, which is our uh, Pork Bondo. Chop Express, yeah, little you know classic uh, Pork Chop light Express, blonde. yeah, you know, apple sauce, little Jack good. Burton uh, homage, yeah. oh, a lot of homages today. I guess I'm sorry, this is, uh, <laughs> homage. <laughs> I'm going to do an homage to an homage. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So just homage to brewage. Super, super uh, kind of light blonde, nice kind of easy drinking beer. This is a, you know, a loose um, show. It's friends from you know. Any of us know it's a long time celebrating New York City Beer Week and uh, keep going, Jason. Yeah, sorry. Uh, anyway, distract. Yeah, um, uh, we've been open 14 months. We've done 133 batches so far. 134 today, actually. Um, wow. What's the size of your brew house? Two barrel. I mean, so that's one reason that we can actually we can do this. Um, that we can be so uh, progressive in terms of the amounts that we use uh, because we, uh, you know, being so small, we can. You know, we can we can force that uh, issue of 100 percent New York hops and, uh, you know, 90, 95 percent New York malts. Um, you know, if we were much bigger, uh, the, the capacity is not there. So but it'll, but we have done quite a few new batches or quite a few unique batches. I think of the 134 that we've done, we've done about 100 and maybe like 105 or so are unique. Um, so. And, but we're, we're, you know, again, we're continuing to play with the hops, the malts, and 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 you know, try to be a test bed for these farmers and 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 these these malt houses. Uh, try to allow, you know, give them as much feedback as we can. Uh, you know, show what we're doing and seeing that you know you can, you know, make great beer with uh, with their ingredients. With these what's what's ingredients. this beer, Jason? Uh, yeah, so this is a uh, you know pork chop express. And, pork you know, chop express. Yeah, I so love the name. Is, it's nice. This is uh, we're, we're going for a kind of a super do I lo- clean. Do I light, love the name? I don't know. Light, easy oh, well, drinking. You love the name. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> light. Yeah. Yeah. You, your big old pork what chop. What is you. it? It's good. Yeah. So it's a, it's a kind of super super clean, easy light drink light drinking uh, American blonde. Uh, you know, as I said, it was a, you know, kind of, uh, it's like Jack Burton from uh, Big Trouble in Little China. He's just that all-American guy. And he it's all in the yeah. reflexes. It's all in the reflexes, <laughs> yeah. And so this, this is, nice. you know, we use a, a bit of a six-row. Uh, That's why we have the actors on tonight. I was thinking about, the, you know, the whole, I mean, it, I, I said constraints earlier as far as the, the farm brewers building, as far as the agriculture that's available in New York State. And, and, and I don't mean to say constraints because um, when you talk about um, an art form, like let's say uh, Shakespeare's sonnets, uh, a sonnet is a very strict, uh, you know, uh, strict form of poetry. And there, and you, and some people can look at it and say, well, that's very strict and that's, you know, they have these certain amount of lines and a certain amount of rhyme and that sort of thing. But like people who really excel at that, look at that and say, there's all the freedom in the world in, in that, in, in the sonnet, in, in the information that I have to put out here, yeah. this, you have all the, all the freedom in the world. And so it's exciting to see what people are creating. I, I, out of- I like when, when the New York breweries get challenged by having to make beers with New York ingredients. I think that they're the best beers that every brewer makes. Yeah. And when we, when we came up with that idea, uh, th- this year, when Jason came up with the idea, I said, well, we're just going to do one malt and one hop. So I said, do you think the brewers are going to want to do that? He goes, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know? And and uh, we reached out to them, and they, they kind of they embraced it. You know, They embraced the challenge because they all saw that, oh, yeah, yeah let's throw down because like now we've got to make this yeah. this thing sing. Exactly. So, and I, I believe think, I think they really challenged Exactly it. like that. He went, what? Yeah. 
Sure. <laughs> All right. Happy Arcade. So, Mark. Sure. So, I know you traveled. You were the original Broadway cast of Newsies. Correct. Great. Congratulations. Ooh, yeah, yeah, thank you. He's hey, what, he's what they call an old Z. One, one, but, more, one more chance to see it in the movie theaters. But then yes. you, you were on a tour also. You did the tour. Correct. Right? Yep. So, when you were around the country, what, was, what were other people's takes about New York Beer? Did, did that come up? Well, you know, it, it's interesting because New York lagged behind, you know, for a long time. Kelly, and we were talking about this just the other day when, when you were starting out, when we were starting out doing what we do. It was, it was not a wasteland, but there were very few people, very few players, yeah. you know. Um, and I think more than anything, what I noticed was that New York is finally getting some respect around Absolutely. the country yeah. in terms of not just how many people are, are brewing beer, but what kind of beers they're making and that it's going like the East Coast is now pushing west, whereas uh, you know a few years ago everything was coming in the opposite direction. So it was exciting to to, you know, to hear that our hometown was was getting some props around the country. And then for the next Absolutely. Broadway brew, so last year you guys yep. par- paired Hamilton cast with Gun Hill, Hamilton right. with Gun Hill, and we did um, a Rise Up Rye, which is a Rye saison. Uh-huh. Um, and then the second one, the second one uh, was actually with uh, Carton Brewing, and uh, we paired them up with uh, School of Rock. Uh, and produced. I have a, a can of it here. Yeah, it's right here. out of, it's yeah. out of production. And as you know, Augie Carton saw Hamilton like ten times. Yes, yes. So yes. He's, he's a huge Broadway fan, so this guy was dying <laughs> to be the next. This is an amazing series, and, and which charity is this going to? Uh, this one went to, to uh, you guys pour that, because there's not much of it. But, um, it. That one for Sing for Hope, which is a, a charitable organization that uh, raises money for arts education in schools that would be underserved in that category. So yeah. they also so put uh, pianos around the city every year that, that are painted by artists, wow. and so that anybody who, who walks by them can stop and play. And then when, when and then when it's done, those which I didn't know until we worked with them, those pianos actually then are donated to uh, to schools that, that need the instruments. Yeah, and then the, the beer that we made, um, were, were, it was uh, it's a big old juicy black IPA. Um, uh, Augie decided he wanted to um, bring to mind a night at Stone Pony with um, you know enough uh, malt. To bring to mind leather, enough alcohol to bring to mind hairspray, you know, enough strawberry lip gloss, strawberry lip there. gloss, and the hops profile. <laughs> I think you know he's stuck in the eighties. Augie's stuck somewhere, that. but um, but yeah, I, I, I actually think we love you, Augie. We do, we love you, Augie. But it, I think he actually was really successful. It's really a nice, big, bold, and and I, and one one of the cool things about about him is because the School of Rock uh, show uh, has a lot of kids in it. He also brewed a or brewed he uh, he made a um, School of Pop. Be, uh, uh, soda. A it was like a, like a, a strawberry seltzer. That yeah. guy. Yeah. And, so it was like, awesome. and what so that, you we know. didn't know when we asked Augie to do this and came out afterwards was that he actually, in, in a prior life, worked in, in the film industry. And he was one of the ADs on one of the last scenes in the School of Rock movie, which we didn't know <laughs> until that crazy? after we'd asked him to and do also, this. And also, as they're having the meeting about the name of the beer, people are like, how about School of Hops? And he's like, well... Uh, someone owns the copyright to that name, and it's me. <laughs> he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. And so he, he made this really great beer. But yeah. and then and then you know. So what did he call it? A school. Uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no. With, with, and, and then and then uh, the Broadway Brews project is continuing. Yep. Um, we we can't like we're, say all the information. We're aiming for a six pack, so we're two beers in, and uh, I think I can say that the third beer is going to be with six point. And uh, we're very close to nailing down which show it's going to be, but we can't say just yet. We can't say well, yet. For some reason, that uh, falls through. I know that there's a, at least one brewery right here, Greenport Harbor. Oh, you know, you're, uh, you're going to be getting a call. We're, we're here for all of you. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Thank you. You're in the six-pack. Right. The betting starts. Nice. Well, Kelly, on that note, it. like, it's amazing what's happened in New York City beer. Even in the last four or five years, you know, just four or five years ago, we're talking about how do we actually get New York ingredients, you know, malts. We had to go through Massachusetts, and you guys stepped up. And it's a really amazing beer week now. There's events and there's things, but ultimately the beers is better. How many breweries are there now in New York City, uh, Kelly or J- Jason? Are there close to what thirty breweries in New York City? Twenty-six. There's uh, there's thirty-two registered breweries. Twenty-six of them actually producing liquid within the five boroughs. And some are well, opening soon, right? Like Fifth yeah, there's Hammer, a few in, pro- in planning. Graham. There's a few contracting that are kind of trying to figure it out. Yeah. So, and then back to yeah. so Jason. So, like, this is a great story because years ago I knew you as a home brewer. At one point, you were going to be part of a collective of brewers. At one point, we even talked about renting a back room in my bar to, to have a brewery. <laughs> so, we, but yeah. you know, for you, 
that passion lasted a long time. And uh, why did you never give up? Uh, because I, I, you know, I, I kind of couldn't. This was uh, this was a bug that like just won't be itched. Like this is. Is that the right term? No. No. Wrong. no wrong term. It works. A bug we that, that won't be understand what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I like it. I think it is now a term. We, we are not going to volunteer to itch your bug. need to itch that bug. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's something I, I can't, you know, I, I still get excited every time to go in, so. That's great. And I love your beers, too. Thanks, and again, what was, what was the really new beer you just poured us? Uh, that was Pork Chop Express. I love yes. it. And what was that beer? I'll ask you again, but I want to know. It was a, it was a blonde. Uh, it was a, yeah, just a, a light American blonde, easy, four point five percent, easy drinking. Okay, and then Pat, you know, a, a newer brewer. You know, we knew from Barry Brewing, now you're at Greenport Harbor. Um, tell us what you know. What gets you charged? You know, a home brewer. Uh, yeah, I mean, light American blondes. <laughs> um, I do, I do, I do like a good blondel. Um, but I mean, I would say overall, I mean, it's just uh, just seeing what the industry has become, seeing what craft beer has become, and and overall, just kind of having the same kind of approach, like a chef. You know, you never, you never, uh, you never really completely hone your craft, and uh, you should never really uh, ever run out of inspiration. You know. That's great, man. Can, can, can you do me a favor, though? Just like he's like a mad scientist. So we have two breweries, you know, out on the North Fork. We have the original brewery, uh, so we do a lot of beers out of there, like the Cuvée Saint we had earlier. It's, it's called the OG Series, original Greenport, and that's it's all Pat. It's this crazy guy who we just basically say, you know, when we expanded and we opened up this new facility, we had to pump out the the hits so we could make sure that we were meeting distribution goals. And make money, uh, which apparently you have to do in this whole uh, business of commodity. What? Uh, I know, shocking. But we knew we needed somebody to helm our our collective vision of fun and future and what we can do. So, Patrick, I've never called you that before. You actually don't look much like a Patrick, but I'm going to call you anyway. What are you oh, working on right now? Like, what the heck's going on? What do you have in the barrels? Uh, so, yeah, I mean... um. What we got right now in the barrels is a bunch of uh, uh, mixed fermentation uh, saisons. We got uh, a few stouts that are coming out of whiskey casks, uh, as well as uh, some kind of experimental stuff. Uh, we have a Pilsner right now in a uh, freshly emptied Merlot barrel. So just kind of experimenting uh, throughout every category of beer and uh, trying to just use every kind of ingredient underneath the sun. Welcome to the show, man. It's good to see you. Thank you. And uh, thank you so much. So everybody, let's go around. Everybody give a quick shout-out. Say your name again. Hey, Mark Alder, Chappy Hour Guy. And no, no musical chorus application more. <laughs> Uh, Jason Saylor, Strong Rope Brewery. Squigs Robertson, Happy Hour, guys. Oh, uh, Kelly Taylor, Kelso Beer Company, and president of the New York City Brewers Guild. The Dean. Uh, Sean McCain, Greenport Harbor Brewing Company. And Patrick Alford, Greenport Harbor Brewing Company. Who, who was the guy, the master in like a Harry Potter series that, that ran Hogwarts? Dumbledore. Dumbledore. This is... Kelly Taylor Kelly is Dumbledore. Taylor. I can go with that. And he's yeah, going to cool. win an award tomorrow night. Except for he got killed somewhere along the line. Spoiler alert. You guys spoiled me. Thank you so much. My good buddies are back. We did a lot of great shows this year. We surpassed Happy Hour Guys in our oh. number of episodes. Oh, come on. We're over three months. Gauntlet Throne. Challenge accepted. Yep, accepted. For me, this, this is a really special show because every year Beer Week is kind of the highlight of everything that we're doing and seeing guys like Kelly and Jason, the way they've risen up and embraced New York grains and you know new brewers like like Pat this show means a lot to me so I want to make it make a toast and thank you guys for coming on and this, is, this is our week so again big shout out to our sponsor Union Beer Distributors who helped bring this podcast to you tonight big shout out to our producer Jason I mean sorry Justin <laughs> Justin Kennedy intern Hillary Fazen uh, engineer David Tadashur and thanks for joining us on Harry's Radio Network we'll catch you next time alright yeah. Beer Sessions Radio Beer right. Sessions all right. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you.
Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.